0: Welcome back to another episode of Discovery Call. I am Danny Hamlet, your host, and today we are going to meet Laura. Laura is an expert on cold emailing. In fact, she has cracked the code on how to cold email effectively, and her mission is to teach others how to do the same. I am so excited for you to meet Laura. So without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in on Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right, Laura, welcome to the podcast today. Can you tell listeners a little about you, where you're from and what you do? Sure. My name's Laura Lopich
1: and I'm a cold email and pitch expert. And so really what that means is I help entrepreneurs, service providers, freelancers, and consultants get clients using cold emails, which is basically you're emailing a stranger to ask them to take the action that you want. A lot of times people think of that as cold sales emails, but there's also say partnership emails. And I'm sure we can talk more about this, Danny, but, but really that's what I help those folk do and do it well so that you're kind of fishing in a large lake of your ideal clients or you're, you know, angling specifically for an ideal client. And I'm based in Denver, Colorado. And I live here with my husband and soon to be three little boys.
0: And I love the fact that that's what you focus on. And we get to unpack that today because I know when I came into the freelance business, the idea of like, you know, you call it pitching, cold emailing, whatever it is was kids still be really intimidating and so I'm curious a little bit um how did you get into this this line of work what was it that drawed you to really work with cold emails
1: <laughs> there wasn't anything in particular it was I literally fell into it by happenstance when I started my business I intentionally burnt a lot of bridges with my network I was coming from the legal field and I didn't want to do anything ever, ever again with lawyers or the legal field. I was so done with it. So I couldn't tap my network for getting clients in the software as a service or the SaaS world, which is what I wanted to work in. I was starting from scratch. So cold calling scared me so badly that I was like, well, the only skill I have is emailing because of working in a law firm. And having to document every conversation via an email because if it's not written down the lawyers can argue every which way <laughs> it never really actually happened so really i just started off cold emailing to get clients and by about the second month of doing it by that time i was just like all right i'm just gonna make this happen i've committed to this course of action It's horrible right now. (laughs) I wasn't getting any replies, any action. I felt like I was emailing the internet's like trash bin, but I was like, I'm just going to grit my teeth and keep going and just be as stubborn as all heck. And I'm going to make this work because by this point, maybe I'm more than halfway to the finish line. I had no idea, but I kept having this feeling like if I stopped now, I could have been just like one email away from success. What if I just kept going just a little bit further? One more day, one more email. And pretty soon I did get to that next that next email and it was successful. It took about 3 to 4 months. And then fast forward to about a year to 2 years later into my business, I realized via just chatter on the internet basically what an extraordinary thing that I had accomplished. I had no idea at the time. I, I was just head down, make this work, get it done. I got to prove to myself that I can do this. I got to bring in money for my mortgage. I got to make this thing work. And then two years later, I realized nobody has cracked the code except for me. So that's really when I was like, okay, this must be an important thing. And people are really interested. And apparently I have figured out this really cool way to make it work without being sleazy or slimy or used car sales, many, or any of those
0: like awful things that you think
1: of when you think of cold emails.
0: That is fantastic. I love that story of necessity really brings out that drive, right? Like you just had to figure it out. You had to kind of burn the bridges of your network because that wasn't really who you were reaching out for. I always joke, I started a networking podcast with no network. <laughs> so I totally understand how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes. I think my, my mom might listen, maybe. <laughs> so, you know, it's just funny how I, I get that. I totally get that story. So it's awesome. And so how long were you doing these emails before you saw your first success? It was basically over
1: the course of a summer. It was over the course of about three months, felt a lot longer. Even looking back on it, it still feels a lot longer than three months. I'm like, Really? like being visible. And it's a lot like asking someone out many different people on, on a date every single day, basically the personal level of rejection. I, that was the hardest part, but it took me about three months. Then I finally started needing to Google. Like, how do I do a sales call? I'd moved on to the next step, right? People were saying yes to my emails. And now I have to figure out the next piece of the puzzle, how to, convert them on a sales call to become a client. And that happened around month four. And then it was around month four or five that I landed what would become a $20,000 client from one cold email. And so by that time I was like, oh, this is working. This is awesome. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes. And I love the idea too, that instead of kind of just setting up shop and hoping that the ideal client would come find you, you can find your ideal client and kind of really go for it in a strategic way.
1: I don't like to use the word empowering. Cause I, I believe that everybody has the power, but it gives you, it puts you back in the driver's seat is the best way to think of it. Instead of sitting there waiting for the car to start, you're sitting in the passenger seat, like, why won't we go anywhere? What's what this road trip you like move over to the driver's seat and you're like, okay, let's do this thing. And it's so invigorating. It's scary. It's exhilarating. But at the end of the day, when you do get that reply back in your inbox, it feels like you win the lottery. It's
0: amazing. You know, you kind of really impact it really well of all the different levels of which, you know, you just keep going and you kind of feel like it's not working. What is that biggest hurdle that you feel like when you are talking to your clients who you're teaching in this process, what is that first big hurdle you think it really walk them through? That's such a good question. I would say the biggest hurdle is is actually getting over
1: the fear of clicking send. That feels so scary because it's like that level of possible personal rejection like one to one rejection versus maybe you post on social media and it doesn't seem like anybody looked at it and it's like oh well I just you know tossed it out there and nothing happened but when someone like says no to your face or via an email it feels heavier and i think that that fear can prevent a lot of people who do want to send cold emails from sending a cold email, especially in that fear of they didn't immediately reply. You know, you're watching your inbox. Come on. Like, where's that reply? I, I sent this email and now it's in your inbox and I need a reply like right now. Live, learning to live with that feeling and learning to live with the fear of clicking send are just part of the normal cold email process. And it's just when you're feeling those feelings, it's totally normal. Even I feel scared when I click send on a cold email and I've sent so many, but it's just part of the process and how you learn how to deal with it or maybe distract yourself from feeling the fear enough so that it prevents you from taking the action, like clicking send. That's how you move through it and how you start to be successful with cold emails.
0: Yes. That in-between phase when something was sent and you're waiting for the answer (laughs) is like, Horrible place to be sometimes. So, (laughs) (laughs) that is excellent. I like to also break off into a point in the podcast where we just kind of unpack some really good practical tips. And so, what would be something that someone wants to start maybe taking that brave step of doing more cold emails and really pursuing their ideal client? What would that look like?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So, the first step would be to figure out who that ideal client is, who's that person on the other side of the screen that's going to be reading your cold email. And once you start with figuring out who that person is, then you can actually start putting together an email that number one speaks to them and number two, they want to say yes to, because really what you're, what you're aiming to accomplish in putting that email together is answering your recipient's question, which is what's in it for me. It's like a normal human question. You filter everything, every request that you get in your life through this one question. Oh, your spouse asks you to empty the dishwasher. You're like, what's in it for me? Oh, yeah, happy, you know, spouse, happy life, that kind of thing. And it's the same way with your email reader. So once you figure out what's in it for me and that answer for them, then you can write your email from a non sleazy perspective because you're really just answering that question for them on how you can help them solve this problem that you can help them solve. And you know that they have it because you've investigated, you've researched who this person is on the other side of the screen. Who's going to be, you know, reading your email. And that's the biggest thing is filtering it through
0: that question, writing your email through the lens of that question. What's in it for me. Right. So you' I had to kind of get to that right away and that really will filter how you write that email. That's yeah. Excellent. And I really like how you talked about this. You kind of said how to get past your mind trash or intimidation and sending cold emails. I love that (laughs) analogy. I've never heard it said that way before. Mind trash. (laughs) (laughs) There's
1: a lot of it, especially when it comes to cold emails, because it it brings up all those feelings of like rejection. You kind of feel like you might be back in high school asking, you know, that person out that you like. What if they say, no, what if they pretend to ignore me? What if, what if, what if, but you never really know until you take action until you get past that mind trash and you're just like, dude, I'm just going to go for it. What if they say, no, it's not going to be the end of the world. I can go ask this other person or this person, or I could help that person. And once you start seeing it as more in an abundance mindset versus a scarcity, this is it's all or nothing on this one thing. It's your cold email is like not the Super Bowl. You haven't gotten to the pinnacle and this is it. This is the game. Actually, you're probably in business and you've got lots of ideal clients who are out there waiting for you to present them with the solution to their problem. You just haven't dug them out, unearthed them yet because
0: you've been maybe focused a little bit too much <laughs> on this one ideal client. I can imagine working with you really has almost like a, a almost therapeutic side to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> because you have to kind of overcome certain hurdles just to kind of get through those cold emails. And I love that. So you mentioned this one thing in your survey before uh, we talked that what cold emails are and how to use them in your business at any level. So I was curious, what did you mean by like at any level? So like how, break that down how do we use cold emails at any level
1: really what people think of as a cold email is basically the internet's like infamous sales email basically is what everybody thinks of when i say cold emails but really at its core a cold email is actually an email sent to a stranger asking them to do the specific thing that you want them to do not like hit the lead. not you know get distracted all these other options that they could potentially have while reading your email, but to take the action that you want them to take. You can use like a cold sales email at like just starting off in your business to fill your roster with one-on-one clients, or you can use it at any level, right? The cold sales email, wherever you're working to get one-on-one clients, but you can also use cold emails to land, say podcast interviews, where you're cold emailing a stranger to get on their podcast, and that's another fantastic way to use cold emails again, at any level, probably not as like a total newbie out of the gate. You do want some experience under your belt to be able to successfully pitch a podcast, but definitely by your like say three and on podcasts are a fantastic way to start drawing in a lot of your ideal clients that kind of gather under one podcast. Right. But you can also use when you get more experience in your business can also use cold emails to say, set up affiliate partnerships with someone who has, again, a large audience of the people that you want to serve, or maybe to put on a webinar or workshop for those, that group of people that you want to serve as well. And I've used cold emails in all of these kind of ways. So I know that they all work. And I know that if I, If I had started using cold emails in like year two or three of my business like that, my growth would have been way bigger. I did use cold emails at the beginning to do like guest posts and stuff like that. And I'm still seeing residual results from those basically cold emails that landed guest posts years later. So it's almost like a investment strategy of sorts. Invest in these, these particular ways of reaching other people's audiences via cold email and pitching them. And then you'll see these results, these new email subscribers, these new clients who just found out about you
0: and are like, oh my gosh, you're the solution I've been looking for. And they start to filter into your world. And you're right. You can use these cold emails on so many different levels, right? You can have them for, you know, pitching like a podcast, collaborate with people you want to collaborate with. And I think that's really that's awesome. So you teach people how to do cold emails. How is that packaged? How can people work with you? Mm, Good
1: question. So people can work with me in really three different ways. One is the cold email toolkit. So if you are kind of just starting out, this is perfect for you. You get a collection of proven cold sales email templates that have gotten me one-on-one clients in the past. And so you can see, you use the template. You can also see like the real life email, which I find is so helpful and which is usually left out. But you can see like how the template is way and and how I adapted it. The templates are also a little, little bit flexible, which makes it sound less like a canned template and more like you. So you can start there if you've never started with cold emails, that's a great place to start. If you have sent off a couple cold emails, I love to work with people inside of zero opens to full pipeline, which is a self-paced for sending and writing effective cold emails and those partnership emails. Like what I was talking about, the webinars, the workshops, that kind of thing, the podcast interviews, all those good ones. And then the highest level of support that you could work with me in is the growth multiplier mentorship. And this is what Kathy York has been working with me in. and um, really it's, you get that self-paced course, but then you get like six months of support from me. So it's a blend of like group and one-on-one coaching, which you never ever see in the course world. You actually get me, I'm not outsourcing it to a group of coaches. Like this is, this is actually the only way that you can get my full attention and support on your cold email journey, which I think is really, really important and undervalued a lot. Having kind of an expert by your side in. In walking that journey with you. And the, the coolest thing is that I'm, I'm just like a little bit further ahead on the path. Like I've been just doing this a little bit longer, but cold emails are my main marketing strategy, pitching partnerships and that kind of thing. So I'm actually, I'm actually doing all the things that I teach about, which is also really cool.
0: Hey, that is awesome. I remember Kathy York saying that it was a, a six week course for cold emailing. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. I mean, that is a no six months Six months, right? Not six weeks. Six months. Six yeah. months. Yeah. It is six months. <laughs> which is yep. a, which is awesome. And yeah, you're right. That is kind of unheard of to have that one-on-one coaching experience alongside all of that. It is,
1: but I found maybe you found this too, but that's like where the biggest growth happens because you get like answers and attention specific to you. I keep feeling like it it's a lot like parenting where you get like attention and love lavished on you, and that person wants the best for you, but they're also encouraging you to. Think for yourself. They're not just like handing you the answers. They're also encouraging you, like, think through this problem. Like, why would you do this? Why would you do that? And personally, I found that those types of relationships have have benefited me
0: the most. Exactly. And that's long enough to probably see some really fun wins as well. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. That's gotta be exciting. Like, I'm gonna stick here long enough and we're gonna have some really awesome victories. (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. So I ask my guests this every time. I just love hearing what people are learning about. So what are you learning about right now?
1: Oh my goodness. Where should I start? Um, (laughs) I'm a little bit addicted to learning. I'll be honest. I'm right now reading this book called Time Management for Mortals. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it especially if your listeners are juggling parenthood and entrepreneurship, this is a great book to read. But I just finished this other book called The Biggest Bluff, and it's by Maria Konnikova. And she went from knowing nothing about poker to playing in the World Series of Poker in about a year. And reading about her journey made me really really want to like start learning poker in a serious way like I know enough to maybe like get myself through a round or two a couple hands probably after like a quick refresher online but I think it would be so interesting to learn more about how to actually play poker and kind of go into that whole world and the psychology involved and the decision making it's super interesting
0: it's fascinating. Yeah. That, I, that is something I think I tried to learn poker once and it wasn't like, it was half hearted learning, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I never fully got into that, but that would be so fascinating. And then the time management book too. I, I, you know, we're both mamas of, of little ones yeah. and um, I'm, I'm going to put that on my list. <laughs> That's for sure.
1: It's a good one. I find myself being like, yeah, preach it. Like <laughs> I'm
0: reading like,
1: yes, this is such
0: a good point. I might have to buy it just so I can highlight it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Reread it. That's awesome. Yes. Well, I cannot imagine that anyone listening to this would not want to reach out to you and just really learn from you because even just listening to you talk about this, I'm inspired to put myself out there more. And it's just, that's exciting. Where are you online? Where can people find you? The best spot really is to sign up for my email list. I'll be
1: brutally honest, being that busy mom, <laughs> I don't have a lot of extra bandwidth. For hanging out on social media. So, really, I did put together a special gift for your listeners. If you're cool with me sharing a little yeah, bit about that, about the two cold email yeah. templates. Yeah. Yeah. So, really, I put together two cold email templates for you guys to, to download. They're at lauralopich.com forward slash discovery call. And when you do get those, you will be signed up for my email list. And that is really the best way to. To find me is to sign up for my emails and then reply to my emails. I'd love to hear from you and hear about your cold email journey and see if we can see if I can help you. And however, I can
0: I think that is perfect. That the way people can reach out to you is through email. I I, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It was just so awesome hearing about your journey and all that you do to help people step out of themselves and really pursue these cold emails and just watch their businesses grow. I think it's awesome. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was really fun and a great pleasure to be here. I hope after listening to Laura talk that you're a little bit more inspired to pursue more cold emailing in your business. If you want to reach out to her and maybe be part of some of the offerings that she has to offer, please go into the show notes. All of her information is right there. I do have the link for her freebie, but I am not sure how well that link is working. So while I troubleshoot that, let me know if it's not working for you and we will make sure that you also get access to your freebie. And as we wrap it up today, I am just your friendly podcast, social media manager, letting you know that yes, a podcast is a great idea for your business and it is possible to stay consistent online for your business. If you want to talk to me, all my information is right there in the show notes to book a free call. All right. I'll see you next time. Another discovery call.